1: From fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi, everybody. Russ from Miami's Eleven. Hope you're all safe and well. New channel. Please do subscribing and hit the bell icon. Also, don't forget, um, obviously, with with recent announcements, um, we really need to help out the iron supporting food banks, guys um so make sure you donate to the just giving site which is um everywhere anyway so make sure you do that hopefully we're, we're well on the way to to reach our 20k um target by the end of september so it's all good um but uh anything we can do could help them now particularly this time now um as it looks like we're not going to have any fans in the stadium so at least god knows when anyway um someone who's been very tough, been very uh opinionated on that matter is our guest it's almost like i've it's all planned but um we're, uh, I'm very very grateful and uh, and humble to to get Jimmy on today obviously um you know he's everyone knows Jimmy God yeah, you know, five years of the club you know the promotional season you know getting injured in the playoff final still getting booked which always still knocks me off today um amongst all of everything and obviously you know saving Frank's penalty. That's that's probably it, isn't it? I mean, that's something funny. Um but it's Jimmy Hi Jim, how are you doing, man? You're alright.
0: Yeah, yeah, great mistake you. Great to be here. Finally with you.
1: Finally, we've tried, we've tried
0: for a little while, haven't we? But
1: breaking breaking the fourth wall. Me and Jimmy <laughs> have been for months, but we've uh, <laughs> but we finally got it. And um apologies if Jimmy's a bit um a bit jumpy. Um, he he needs to update his iOS and his iPad, bless him. I'm I,
0: I'm such a technophobe, mate. Honestly, this modern world <laughs> is not for me. <laughs> you, hard, so I, might, I might be jumpy if I'm telling any stories. <laughs>
1: yeah, how have you survived? I trying
0: to get my boy in the background a little bit there as well. He's just somewhere. Oh, uh, bless him. I can't get it.
1: <laughs> oh, how um how have you survived in this sort of weird new world we live in? Then
0: that's exactly that, and it? it's a weird new world. Yeah. it. It's been tough, really tough, and it. Listen, I know. I think it started off. I don't know. It's not it's not the not probably not the show to go deep in it, but
1: No, we can. You know, we go
0: as deep as you want, Jimmy. Nah, it's probably a bad idea, mate. It's a bad idea at the minute. <laughs> but nah, listen, it started off horrendous, didn't it? You know, yeah. I, mean, I mean it's been horrendous all along and you know, so many people did so many courageous things to keep us safe and you know, and, and that'll never be forgotten, I don't think, by anyone. Well, it shouldn't be by anyone. No. Um and it and it you know, it was such a tough time. And everyone did their bit, you know, we we all stayed indoors and did what we could do. That's as little as we could do and Mm. And people on the front line did everything and risked their life to Definitely. to keep it. And um, and I think we did really well to, you know, as a, as a as a nation and around the world to, you know, control it as well as we could do. And I still don't, we don't know the ins and outs of everything. I don't no. think anybody does. So no. to get through it like we did was great. And now it's just you know it's unfortunate lately that it's you know, it's still lingering. And it's, it, it, you know it's really tough.
1: Yeah, I mean they did. I mean to be fair, you know, they, they did. They were predicting ever, you know, from when we the original lockdown that it was going to be September, October. We were going to do second spikes in Joe, and so they are right. But uh, yeah, it's just a bit unfortunate how it's all. You know, we just started to get things moving again, but
0: We always want more, don't we? We always want more. We want yeah. it done now, and just just for the season restarting for me, and the fans not in is. Oh. Yeah. You it's know, I was weird. really looking forward to getting back in in October, even like sort of lower capacity, just to get. Them, back involved in that and i just mm-hmm. think you know i think the way i see it i mean just people are a little bit torn by everything about you know what we can and can't do and a lot mm-hmm. of it doesn't seem to have got enough detail they just blanket shut off yeah. football which is probably one of the safest places to be outdoors maybe and i'm listen i'm no scientist i don't know the ins and outs but it just yeah. seems to me i can go in a shopping center surrounded by thousands of people yet i can't go in the outdoors you know yeah. surrounded by thousands of people watching or doing something i mean i'm fortunate i'm, I'm still involved in it course, at Ipswich, yeah. so i'm still involved in the games but if i weren't i'd be going down the down the hammers watching the watching the game if i could
1: yeah yeah it's weird it is it is weird it is obviously i'm I'm still there so it's like it's just it is strange it's it, i've become a bit acclimatized to it now i think now because obviously we had probably half a dozen games last season and now we've had like quite a quick run of games this no. season already and um yeah, it's just strange. It's weird, but um... I hate it. I'll be honest, I yeah. hate it. it. Yeah, it's one of those.
0: And the, the season's kicked off, obviously. Like, same at Ipswich in at a minute, so yeah. you have a job to do, sort of thing. But it, without the fans in there, it does really feel like a like a job. Yeah, I
1: you know, think, it's, yeah, sure. it's
0: there's no there's no emotions, and you know, you try and force it because you want to win the games of football. You want, and you know, the fans are watching
1: yeah. back
0: home, sort of thing, and that, and you want you want to do the best, and the, the lads are preparing exactly how they would do, but. Just takes so much away from it. Listen, if we don't, if we don't appreciate and clubs especially don't appreciate fans more after this, then then they never will, and never will, will learnt yeah. nothing. So hopefully, yeah. if something comes out of this this terrible situation, then it's it's that, and the fact and the clubs look after the fans a lot more because without yeah. them, it, the game's nothing really.
1: No, you're t- totally right, totally right. And I mean, it's it, it gets to the point now. Where I, it, I find it so quiet. Uh, I mean all, you know also yesterday you know the, the the whole game you're speaking about being safe and not catching anything. That was that was interesting. That was interesting, you know, with all Mr. Moyes and and, and Mr. Diop and Mr. Cullen bless oh, no, Uh yes, um that was very, 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 very interesting. Yeah.
0: Bad timing. It was, timing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really was. Bad timing. It is what it is. But And it's it... not
0: great, and we, we have no. to he's still around. We have to learn to live with it It's my only thoughts, you know. It's You have to, yeah. And we we have to protect People who are vulnerable, I I do totally understand that. There's people in my family who are are really vulnerable to it. You Mm. have to protect that, but we have to find a way. Within And he's talking about a six-month timescale for me. We've got to learn to live with it before that. I think clubs, well, I think we've already spoke about clubs will will fold. I don't know how the Prem prem clubs, the big boys, even sustain themselves. Gav Bell paying £300,000 a week or whatever, and that's not an uncommon figure now. Right, no. like, it's it's ridiculous, but how did how do prem clubs sustain that as well? Never mind yeah. the smaller clubs, it's an impossibility. No, it so we have to learn to live with it somehow. And like I say, I'm not a scientist; I've not got any of the answers. But no. it just seems to be you can do one thing that, and you can't do another. It don't quite add up to me at the
1: minute. No, it's true. I know, I know exactly what you mean. And yeah, you're right. I mean, it's I mean, obviously, you saw the saw the Orient game. You know, the Spurs game that obviously got got completely postponed. And I think that's I think nothing will probably do anything. To be honest, I remember when it all started, and it was only every other league. Do you remember every other league in Europe and the US had stopped? All theirs. It was only when Arteta got got it, like a Premier League is. Oh, actually, no, we'll close it now. That's it. We're done now. And I think it'll be the same. So as soon as as soon as you start getting a Premier League team being. Having to forfe- not forfeit again game, but cancel it and reschedule it because of, I think then maybe, but who, who knows? Actually, we don't know. We don't know. You know, we we survived before. You know, I'm not being funny. And we'll we'll survive flu. again. Exactly. We I think once you again. get a vaccine, it's a lot easier to deal with the flu, for example. I mean, that you know, we look at it. I mean, we're getting listen, very, very deep, but yeah, absolutely.
0: Every, listen, every death's a tragedy. It, it is, is of especially it is. from something like this. But there's been so many things that's come to testers over the years, and yeah. we've always overcome it. You know, we do a lot of things wrong with the world but yeah. we also do a lot of things right and as soon as we can
1: crack on as normal yeah. with
0: protecting as many people as we can then the better for me yep
1: yeah. yep yeah. agreed. agreed 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 and, and, cool, that was and deep, weren't we? we are deep that's that's the thing that's the thing you know it is like the, the whole point of this channel is to be like you know a couple of blokes sitting up oh we obviously we can sit at the pub until 10 o'clock, but, um, but you know, <laughs> after 10 o'clock. That's the I've, thing. I, hope,
0: I hope there's no injury time. By I know. Like, well, all well the that's the thing. Out. the best
1: Yeah. Uh, is it Arsenal-Liverpool Monday? But it's um,
0: why people don't think about it, do they? Like, it's not been thought no. about in detail, like, even that. Well, OK, well, you're doing that, then surely you'll think about people who are going to be in the pubs at 10 o'clock. This yeah. is in the last five minutes. Imagine a penalty being in the in the last couple of minutes about to be taken. <laughs> Go on, guys, out. get your classes. Time at the bar. Time at the
1: bar.
0: <laughs> just not Just change the kickoff time if that's what you're going to do. Yeah. And that's your that's your date is suggesting that you have to do that. Change the kickoff times. Then change the transport times to different things. Yeah. You have to. There's knock-on effects to different things. It just looks like they've blanketed. Yeah. One thing and gone right. We're doing this without any thought to anything else. I mean, yeah. if, I take Ipswich like Ipswich have. Just very limited uh, COVID cases and have done for months. And like, so for why do they have to be blanketed with another area that maybe has a lot more cases that maybe very then true. can't yeah. go back to bringing fans in? Ipswich have got like hardly any cases at all, which is a great thing. Mm. But why can't we? We've got a whole 30,000 in the stadium. Why is it a blanket across the board? Why would you not say, so well, Ipswich is in a disposition Maybe they could bring 6,000 fans into the game. Mm. Uh, maybe another team are not in the position to do it because there's there's been a spike in case or whatever yeah. that time so we come off that I don't, I, just, I don't know I don't know you think you're thinking I,
1: mean, I mean the fact is that you know they are sort of you know lock, locking down some like a lot of the northern cunt cities like Newcastle and stuff and I think it's right then you should just like be the same thing so is if Newcastle are locked down because of okay well then St James's Park is closed but London yeah. stadium you know, is it or, Absolutely. or you know or clubs yeah, exactly. can Portland clubs, Road or whatever, clubs yeah. can have a plan a and b for that you know at yeah. least
0: at a the minute they've they've got no plan at the minute it's just like right no. can we do it can we do it and then just before we're doing it no you can't yeah so you have a plan a and b right if there's no cases or cases get above this then you can't open mm. if you can then you've done your trials and you're set for so many fans coming in yeah i don't know i like it. i say we haven't got the answer it's, t- it's a real tough one it's a it tough is. one you want everyone to be as safe as they can be but to get back to some sort of It's some sort of normality. Yeah, exactly. No, it
1: is. It's normality. Exactly. And, you know, it's like, I mean, I just got went back in the office last couple of weeks and it's like, right, okay, back, <laughs> sit back home again. All right then. But my, you know, my daughter's Absolutely. still at school and, and stuff and, you know. It's well, for me, is.
0: for me, just to get back to work, you know, yeah, exactly, in the open yeah. air and, and, and coaching and, you know, working with the lads and the, and the club. It's different down there. We're not using the change rooms as such and there's no food mm. and that, but you can get on with that thing. It's at least I've got a bit of normality back in my life. Yeah. You know, I feel for the people who who can't do what they need to do, and you know, I know a lot yeah. of people are struggling from it, and you know, and that's and that's really tough for them. You know, football's a release for a lot of people, and it's a fantastic release. It's not the answer yeah. to everything, but it. I mean, the game is a game we love, and it's a release, and it's you know, it's a fantastic sport that we all want to watch. Yeah. It, all sports, you know, whatever yeah. you're interested, it takes you away from any problems you've got at times, and you know. If we can get back to that for some people, it's gonna be a it'd be a godsend for them. Yeah.
1: And it was that, and that was really and I think that was really really important that we had restart, you know, just to get something different. And also something different to watching the telly, do you know what I mean? It's like, you know I've had uh, I've had a couple of the East rubbish. Well, I've had a couple of the East <laughs> boys on recently, like Perry Fennec and, and got Jay, uh, Jamie off on as well. And um <laughs> And they've been like, because obviously they, you know, where you, obviously you're the same I mean, you couldn't, you can't do your, you can do some of your job on here, you know, talking to the players and making sure they're all right, but obviously you can't do your job and they can't do EastEnders, you know, they can't act on, on Zoom and um, yeah, they were bouncing off the walls and stuff. But, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so tough
0: no. when you, when you, like they've been taken away from doing what you, what you love and what yeah. you're good at, it's, it's, it's hard for a lot of people. So hard for a lot yeah. of people in all walks of life. Yeah. So it's exactly. tough times. It is, it is. But Hopefully I mean, everyone gets through it. If anyone's struggling, get on me Twitter and say hello to me and I'll, yeah, I'll try and give, that to you. <laughs>
1: give you a bit of banter. It'll give you a bit of banter, yeah. yeah. But, that's, but that's the thing, you do have the... Could you imagine if it was like, I don't know, 20 years ago when this happened, we wouldn't have Twitter, Netflix, Zoom.
0: you probably, probably enjoy some, that, though. In some ways, the world would be such a better place, wouldn't <laughs> it? You know. I mean, I love, I love the social media. I've... I've Got more on board with it when it first came out, and Twitter. When I was still playing, I was like, "What yeah. on earth? What on earth are people doing on it?" I never did Facebook, and I never did nothing. Stayed off everything, really. Like, f- tried not to read the papers. Just, just went about my business. So, yeah. it's, in some ways, a better. It's a better place when it's not on it, yeah. but if used right, it's it's fantastic, and it's a great yes. opportunity to speak to people you've not spoken to for a while, people you've never spoken to before, yeah. and you can interact with it. People take it too far, and I don't think – I mean, I made a pact during the lockdown because I think I said something about – I think it was actually Sam Smith or something, who, the singer who was having a bad time. And yeah. I said something like, man up. And I thought – someone said something. I went, you know what? You, you're so right. I don't know what he's going through. I don't know what other people are going no. through. Who am I to comment on on anyone else's life and what they're going through? You just don't know. No, so don't. I made I made a pact in it, during that time that I would never – Sla- like sort of slagging anyone off on it or speak badly about anyone I'll have me opinions still
1: of course will. but yeah you've got an opinion everyone I mean, has an idea. opinion that's the beautiful
0: yeah. thing that's why everyone loves football because it's a game of opinions who's say who's right and who's wrong
1: no yeah yeah you are totally right and that and that's probably why why people like the channel because everyone that comes from a diff if it's a fan or a player they come from different perspectives mainly obviously the, from the fan's perspectives, different eras who they like who they hate and it, it's and that's that's what's fun and um anyway talking about west ham 30 minutes in that's not too bad for me actually
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, you better edit some of that
1: (laughs) oh no jean no that's it's it's raw it's unedited that's that's the way we like it um right so obviously you know we, we know we know the story you know 2004 you know obviously free transfer um was it? Was it? I mean, I, I mean, I I know it, but it's nice in case other people, because obviously I've seen you, you do it. You interview this type of question before. Was it always going to be West Ham, or was there other clubs involved? No,
0: I mean, at the time there was there was other. I was, at, I mean, I was at Walsall at the time, yeah. and I mean, I love love Walsall. My time yeah. there was special to me. You know, I did 10, 11 years. I just had a testimonial season there, and we'd been in the championship for like four, or five years, which when I joined, there was in Division. Three it was then. That's how old I am, you know. Division <laughs> two now, and we we gradually worked through the leagues and got in the championship for you know four or five years. And we had a really good side yeah. that year. And we we actually went down that season, which was so disappointing. I'd love to if I was going to leave, have kept them up that season again and then. But but anyway, at the end of that, it was. I mean, I played against West Ham before it. And I think it was a nil nil. I'd kept mm. at Upton Park and. I remember looking around, going, "This is this is a bit of me." This, you know, I knew I was on a free transfer at the end. <laughs> I had a few clubs, other clubs, like you know, have, have spoke to me about what yeah. the plans were in the summer. I'd got wind pods, fancied me a little bit when I, when I got there. It was, I could see like it was almost as if you put on. I think they put Brian Dean on at the end. They put um, Biggie Pierce up top. I think if I'm remembering yeah, right, yeah, yeah. you put about four of the biggest lads you've ever seen up top and just lumped it in the box, which is very on West Ham. Yeah. And I was thinking, is he testing me here? But I thought, sorry, I'm coming for everything here if I get a chance. <laughs> so I did yeah. that and managed to we kept a clean sheet that day and got a nil nil. And when I went to get me back in the day, you set a glove bag and put it behind the side of the goal. And when I went to get the, the glove bag and the towel and that was I got a real nice nice clap, a, yeah. your nice clap off the fans and you know, and West Ham fans are brilliant. you know, I had a fantastic I love yeah. it there. Um and it was mate, and they, they clapped us off the pitch and I thought I could have a bit of that, and yeah. that's what I get playing against them. Can you imagine if I can
1: produce that playing yeah, forward? them. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So that was it. Was always in my thoughts. Then I was just waiting on pars and waiting and waiting. And as the season progressed, I sort of uh, got more and more that he that he wanted to take us there. And yeah. one of my old mates actually told me uh, eighty five. Actually, he said he really likes you. you've got a, you've got a real chance. And I spoke to him before the playoffs, and I wasn't yeah. sure how it was going to go. I didn't know if it was better if you got in the prem. Mm. Or stayed in the championship for me because yeah. I knew if I was in the champ, I, I was tried and trusted at that D. level, sort of thing, you know. And so I thought I had more of a chance of playing in the champ. But if you went up to the Prem, maybe he still wanted us as you know, as, as as backup, maybe pushing whoever they had in there as well. So True. I was I was torn which way I wanted to go. Obviously, when when lost that to Palace, um, I met Paz a couple of days later and he was to be fair to him, he was lower than snake's belly. Like, yeah. oh, he was low, even to the point I'm thinking. I'm not sure this guy actually wants me to come and join here, but
1: yeah. we
0: ended up chatting about it, and I didn't get some great vibes from pods that day. I mean, I love pods ever since, and I owe a debt of gratitude for taking a chance on me to take me there in yeah. the end, but it only swayed me when I, I went to the ground, and said, "Right, well, look, if we can get it agreed, why don't you go down to the ground with the doctor, get uh, get the medical done, because I was going away on holiday the next day, and then if we can get it agreed over the next few days, or whatever, when you come back on holiday, yeah. you can sign it. And I actually went and stood on the Ran, you know, in the centre circle at Upton Park, went stood in the goalmouths again. I had a look round, and I just thought, this, this, this is me. I, I wanted this for a long yeah. while. I, was, I loved my time at Walsall; it was great. And every time we travel to places like West Ham and that, I, I'm thinking, I, I need to done, test yeah. myself. Yeah, I need to test myself at this level. And I wanted, I always wanted to play in the play in the Prem like any you know any you did, yeah. any kid growing up does, and any player wants to you, want to. you want to you want to play at the highest level possible. I still had England aspirations. I mean, I know. It's, I was 29 at the time and you know it sounds a bit crazy but I still thought if I get the right team and go in the Prem and can play in the Prem with them then let's I'll see how far sure. I can take it sort mm. of thing so West Ham fit every bill for me on that front in you know, a big club wanted mm. to get back in needed to get back in the Prem at the time yeah, to be honest definitely. as well um, so if I, I thought if I can go back up with ease and play a big part in that maybe I'll start the season in the Prem and you know who knows from there where it can mm. take you Mm. So that was the plan. So I I made my mind up on the on the Upton Park pitch that day. I <laughs> I, I, did, I made my mind up against when I kept the clean sheet before, yeah, but I wasn't yeah, sure yeah. if it was going to come true or not. So when the offer was actually there, I I didn't really even speak about money after that. You know, no. I, I probably could, if I'd used an agent, I'd have probably got a much better deal. But it, I just I just wanted that over the line. So I yeah, just rang bars yeah. after and went, oh, just get it done. I'm just in. Get it done. Yeah, yeah get yeah. it done. I'm in. I don't care. I'd probably done it for nothing if I'm being honest. But don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, the, the, that's the worst the worst negotiation starts yeah it's terrible, you know I mean? terrible yeah, I, yeah I terrible. Going, i'll do it for everything. yeah and obviously then you signed and then obviously we went up so you know and then the whole thing around you know the playoffs again um what's it like from a player's perspective with the playoffs because obviously like you've had that whole season and then you've got, to, then you've got to pick yourself back up for those. Obviously, we were sort of unlike the season before. We were like the Crystal Palace, so we were like we had like a mass, a brilliant run, didn't we? Those last few games to get up there. Um, so it's probably a different <coughs> thing. But was it just like keep momentum going? You know, we can do it.
0: It for, well for me personally, it was. It, it was about six seasons rolled into one yeah. for me. You know, I didn't start the season where no. I was hoping to get the nod. I didn't get like. Really run out. I played a couple of cup games and I got the Chelsea game, obviously. And I learned what the fans were about after that. You know, that was my first taste of it, you know, properly. Yeah. Um, And that was, and that was me. I still didn't get the nod again after that. I played Mm. a couple of games where I was, I was off, I came back from injury too quick, but I I had wind I was going to play. So I thought, I'm I'm playing. I I think I got man of the match in one game, didn't have a great game the next one, and then was okay in the next one. Then pause dropped me again after that. So I was. I was chewing again and I had to wait my time until it got to I think it was sort of maybe seventeen or eighteen games left of that season and we looked like in danger of missing out on the playoffs. Indeed, you know, yeah, the yeah, definitely. And like as much as you play you get shielded from it, you you hear all the stories about, you know, we could go out of business here, sort of thing. And if we don't go up this year we're in a serious, you know, talk of admin and all that and it was so yeah, all that I think, come on. And we end up we play Wigan away. I mean i have spoke about it before and out of nowhere. I mean, I was enjoying Essex probably far too much at the time yeah. when I weren't playing. It was a great place to live. It is, yeah. And uh, it was magic. But it was... And I, I had no sign of playing. And we was wigging away and pause just pulled me in the changing room, in the shower room, actually. went, I need you today, goalie. I'm like, what? Now you need me. <laughs> and a bit stronger words. <laughs> anyway, yeah, what you got for me? I said, all right, leave it with me. And then, I, I mean, I'd, I'd not really played for a few months. and Yeah. I think it was just one of those games. It was meant to be after that for me. We we yeah. I think we went one nil down and had made a few saves. We ended up going one nil down straight at the other end. I think we scored again. I think Teddy Did, might yeah, have scored. Yeah, Teddy, yeah, yeah. To take the one one. If it had carried on for a little bit longer and they got another, that was we was mid table. We were struggling. Mm-hmm. I think on the bus that day it was like on the coach to the game as well. There was like never been heard of before the chairman was on it the directors are on it and wow. it was all sat round the back of pause it was like you must well have the grim reaper at the back of him as well <laughs> and he, i think it was like you're lucky if we lose today <laughs> this company yeah, might not be making it. the bus back yeah, yeah um so it obviously pulled me in the, in the showers and said right well, i need you today and 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 you know we went we ended up we got a lot of luck that game i got a lot of luck personally i think i, I made some saves off me backside and yeah. I was sort of a little bit out of position on where where I wouldn't have been on some sort of on if I'd been playing regularly and the balls just happened to, I've managed yeah, to course. get a block by being in the wrong position and, and it was great. And I remember taking a cross late on, I think it was 2 1 up and, and Teddy just, just, uh, he, he rubbed us on the head like, Jimmy, that's what I'm talking about. And I was thinking, that's it, we're going up now. And that was it from that moment, you know. And we had, we had some ups and downs leading up to that, you know, we thought we'd missed, missed out. We, Played Sunderland at Upton Park, I think it was a Friday night, and it was an amazing game. They won the championship at ours that day, which hurt. Yeah, and more more hurt because we thought we'd missed out on the playoffs that game. We had two games left after that, and we ducked out of the playoffs again. Um, and then we, like I said, we managed, I think we won the next one, and then we yeah. had Watford what yeah, away game, yeah, yeah. What for the away to win, and we needed to win that to to sneak yeah. in last minute and you always find that you sneak in the playoffs and you just keep that momentum oh, going. We, way, had, it? we yeah. had a great team as well we had, we had so much experience but so much youth as well. I mean in front of me that day was Elliot Ward and you know going into that was Elliot Ward and Anton who yeah. was 18s and 19s like the kids and all this mm. is on their shoulder but I think it helped them a little bit you know because they've got that youth about them and, and I think with my experience behind, and it was one of those where I could help them and put them in the right positions and 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 it worked really well we had Paulie you know there as well and a lot of yeah. experience in the team with them and it, it worked really well and it was it was amazing and I think once we got in the playoffs that was us it was we was yeah. yeah we was going up without yeah. that it was, it was written sort of it thing it was
1: and then obviously it was, we had Ipswich didn't we and then those two games against Ipswich and you know Z-man's double um, what an amazing know. goal by the way I mean yeah, Marlins well, I took a 70 yard
0: ball for the second I think it was and it was like it was an unbelievable pass, and it's, yeah. and and Bobby's took it. I mean, Bobby was sensational towards the end of that season as well. Marlon zinging yeah. a seventy-yard, in a seventy-yarder from his own half straight to his strike partner's <laughs> feet, and he has a touch and lobs the goal. He won. You, you know you've got a chance.
1: Yeah, but like yeah. you say,
0: that it was it was an amazing, it was an amazing, amazing Ritten time. In the stars. and then Absolutely. obviously,
1: the, and obviously the game it set that that press north end game. It must have been like. From a fa- obviously, from a fan's perspective, we'd already been there, so we're like, okay, but you know, not counting our chickens. I think we did a bit against Palace the year before. i would be yeah. honest, I think we were a bit, and I still close my eyes, and like I can still see a sea of yellow, um, yellow Palace fans bobbing along. It's, 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 it still hurtful, me, isn't it? it's hurtful in it still haunts it's hurtful it's hurtful even even when i still when i still I do see it... that
0: from the fa cup final yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly but with that one i mean even when i start do occasionally i dj from like when i still do a dj and stuff for like family and stuff if they request glad all over i don't play it just because it brings back those memories <laughs> it's really funny it's so true i'm like yeah okay right yeah i'll play on um but obviously press and offend, end you know we were we were the team in form. Um, what's it like from a play? Because obviously you know, because especially you, your dream is to play in the Premier League as well. Yeah, you, know, you are ninety minutes away from playing in the Premier League. You must be crapping yourself, to be honest.
0: It, do you know it's so much easier when you're playing, to be honest, really? than, than watching. It's yeah, so much easier. It's um yeah, you get the nerves, but I, I'd learned by that time, sort of 27, 28 suppose, onwards. Yeah, you learn how to. Use the nerves in your favor, sort of thing. You know, mm. it takes a while, but it can add 10% to your game as well. And so I've I loved it, I always loved the big occasions. It, mm. it, it was amazing. But, but, like you say, I mean, I came, I got a free from Notts County when I was a kid, um, sort of after two years pro, saying I was not tall enough, I was never going to be big enough. Mm. And growing, coming through the leagues with Warsaw and Division Three, the old Division Three. Yeah, I was okay at that level, but I'd never be able to go any higher because it was too small, Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And it was just, it was you know, a bit lazy journalism, whatever. If you watched me for five or six games you you thought I was rubbish, I'd take that. But people just turn up and go, no, nah, too small to do anymore. Yeah. Then we went up to Div 1, then we went up to Champ. And so, like said, I said, I wanted to play in the Prem. Yeah. Test myself. I, I knew I could play in it. I just wanted to prove to myself more than anyone else. Yeah. That what I'd been saying over the years was true and... You know, to do it with West Ham was was a dream come true. It was it was yeah. it was amazing. You know, and it was it was it was such a good time, such a great year that year, and everything. So many ups and downs. It was a proper roller coaster. But then yeah. through the end was to and you know, and obviously at the end, obviously when my, the knee went, it was very bittersweet for me. and mm. But I, you know what? I I would change probably that. Yeah. and not come for the cross and just let them head it but yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with a couple of minutes to go I'm near my dream I've waited all my life yeah, for this you've got to go for it I, yeah. I've got two 18 year old kids in front of me I'm going to help them out anything that I said to them just keep a high line yeah. keep a high line as soon as we went monodoxy, keep a high line anything over the top I'll sweep up anything mm. that comes in the box stay out my box I'll come and take it you just stop people coming into me and I'll come and take the cross for you and we yeah. spoke about it on the pitch and, so when the last minute when it's lumped in the box, I'm thinking there is no way I'm not coming in. No. It was one of those things. I mean, I've took it. I'm probably the highest I've ever been. I've only watched it back a couple of times, but I'm thinking, <laughs> where am I going? Yeah. But I've took it so high, and I just don't, don't think the body could cope with it. And I landed, and remember right, You know, I landed just on the edge of the box. I was just, It's a movement you do quite a lot of times in training and different games, you know, all week, really. Yeah. And as I've landed, I, I think I'm close to the line there, but if I st- plant my right leg as I land, i stay in, I'll, yeah. I'll just lie down on the ball and, and waste the last couple of minutes and we'll it. win the game and unfortunately I lay down on the ball but my knee would fell off and I was outside the box, <laughs> it was a disaster So, but, and then Stevie Bywater come on and he don't oh, get a lot listen. of credit he don't no, get enough don't. credit for <laughs> no. it because no. to come on at that stage, I always say because Byers is not the brightest No, he's yeah, a yeah. fantastic lad, I love yeah. Byers and he was actually a really good goalie but it helped him because I don't think he realised the enormity yeah. of it, yeah, 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 and when yeah. the when the I think the free kick went in before him, and it was a little little dodgy one, and he's yeah. ended up sticking it brilliantly, and that and that was yeah. it. And, yeah. and you know, it was a tough one for me because in that moment, I'm thinking I was lying in a first aid room <laughs> in the Millennium. I've just <laughs> been outside in front of ninety thousand people, and I couldn't hear myself think the noise. And I was then I was sat in a first aid room underneath, watching on a small telly in the top corner of the room, yeah, it was yeah. I'm thinking that what is going on? That should be me. I should be out there. And I saw yeah. him celebrating and then, you know, Johnny Green came in, the physio at the time and oh, I him. said, Look, I need to get out there, John. He strapped yeah. me up and, and then obviously I got in the back of Ludo. Ludo helped me round a little bit as I was struggling to walk and you know I got some iconic pictures from that. I've got thing, pictures yeah, that got, are still yeah. up on the wall. Yeah. No, it, was, it was amazing. So probably would change not coming for it to so give me a chance to play in the
1: Prem a little bit more.
0: Yeah. But I wouldn't... Oh, do you know what? You can't change things in life. I'd not change anything.
1: But also, I just think... (coughs) I know know from a personal perspective that's... But it just added to the West Ham way of of doing it. Absolutely. Everyone (laughs) says this to Just lose our goalkeeper with 83 minutes left and it's like, oh, Steve, bless him. I know, I know. It's just the West Ham way. But yeah, it was just... uh, It was amazing. Yeah, it was just... It's a great way to go up, obviously. It's brilliant. Oh, it was the best. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and you know, I mean, even if you weren't already a fan's favorite, obviously, you know, if we've obviously, you know, Frank's penalty and blessing, you know, that's I mean, that, that as I said, that always just cements you in, in folklore history, doesn't it? Well, because I, I just didn't not, realize how important that was nah, to the fans at the time. No, I, of course, you wouldn't
0: obviously playing a game and, and that, and you know, it was probably seven or eight thousand. My stand behind the goal, yeah. and I was, I was enjoying every second of it, and it was, a, it was an amazing atmosphere, but just the two or three minutes leading up to that penalty being taken it was like it was all going off and i'm thinking well yeah and i remember my granddad was always my biggest fan i remember like having a little look up and going i need to save this
1: yeah <laughs> <Help me out." laughs> <laughs> And
0: and uh, i mean if we had that var rubbish now it would have definitely got chalked off because i was buying a six yard box I yeah think. exactly
1: so <laughs> i mean and yeah, the, yeah.
0: Uh, i've hit that and as it's gone down here, you know it was, i just looked around and the fans were going mental oh, and yeah. it was it was amazing yeah. that was my first real taste of west ham and, I'll be honest. It was great for me as well. So i didn't really buy a drink in Essex after that. Nice, I mean. You <laughs> which was
1: great. Any, you know, we <laughs> Northern. That was great. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. I oh, yeah. Did I have a mention about what I say is a of you our penalty? Oh, yeah. i have wanted to pint, Thanks. Yeah. Um, no, you're totally right, man. You're totally right. But and, and that's what I mean. It's just because of that. You've always become. You've always been this sort of cult heroes you know amongst the west ham fans as you said you didn't play enough games and you should have done and that's and that and i think in particular versus the injury and stuff but it's just you're, you're sewn into the fabric of west ham in of the late sort of the, that sort of mid early 2000s. yeah it, definitely. It, i
0: mean it was such a good time such yeah. a good time to be at the club you know we, we needed that first promotion definitely we needed the well we needed the promotion because you know the club was in in trouble otherwise and so we we managed that which was incredible you know, we had the FA Cup the year after that as well. Yeah. We had the great escape after that. So it was an unbelievable time. It's a shame I petered out a little bit towards the end. But I just after the knee injury, I just couldn't quite reach the yeah. levels to train. At that level, I needed to train at the top of my game every day
1: mm. to
0: be able to play at the top of my game when yeah. the games came around. I just couldn't quite sustain that, you know. It was train like the odd day. Yeah. And manage it, and then I might be able to get through through most of the games. But to to be at that level, the top top level, then I would mm-hmm. have had to train every day. Yeah. I just couldn't quite sustain that. So, you know, begrudgingly found my role as like sort of a number two, as number three at the end. Yeah, which which was frustrating at times. It was frustrating.
1: I can imagine totally.
0: But the first three years was was incredible. I mean, yeah, and we had some great. I mean, he was sensational as well. So, you know, I, I, it didn't stop me knocking on Curbs' door a lot of times when Curbs took over again, like i oh, am not playing? I think it was a spell we lost four nil three times on the spin within a week. Yes. And so I was straight yes. on Curbs' door going, right, you need me in there. You need some experience, Curbs, come on. Yeah. And, and the Curbs like, yeah, but it's green. He's all right. He's not done great, but he's England's goalkeeper. He's England's number one at the time. I'm like, well, then you're costing me an England place, aren't you? Like, I need to be playing. <laughs> Get me in there. And I think around that time was probably my last chance of, of of getting in the team and sustaining yeah. it, but, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it wasn't to be. But like I said, I'd love to have played a lot more games than I did at the time. I was involved in in countless games, you know. But yeah. you, as a player, you want to be on the pitch, you want to be in yeah. front of the fans, and, and that was that was frustrating at times.
1: Yeah, no, I can get that totally. Right, okay. Let let's let's talk about your eleven, right? Because I know you, I know you've been worried. I've had
0: to this. write this down, you know. <laughs> You know what everyone does? They I've can, had to, but,
1: but what they do is they write it and they write it in formation. It's really sweet. Have you written it in formation? I've, or I, you just... I've
0: actually, I've
1: actually written it in formation. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sweet. Right. Yeah. So the only says so the only so for the for a player um, when we do the eleven, it's the players that you've played with during your Times, mm. so obviously five years. You know, you've had, as you said, there's some cracking players, so it's a oh, real cracking tough... players. So, you know, I, I imagine there'll be plenty of honourable mentions um, when you're going through it. For people you don't well, miss out. There, but, I've yeah. got
0: at least six in each position. <laughs> For different reasons, for whether those good players or right. good wingmen.
1: <laughs> All right, we good wingmen. <laughs> right, All and right. there's let, a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, I, well, yeah. During that time, yes, yes. Uh, we've interviewed many people of of your of your uh, your era, we'll say at West Ham. Um, right, so we'll start off in goal. All right,
0: so. Like I say, I can't pick me because I didn't play enough games. I would love to have played
1: more games, but well, asking, you, could pick, you could pick yourself now to get those appearances. So it's up to you I, man. I probably actually might just do that then. <laughs> now, nah, listen, we had,
0: you know, Big Shaka was there. Roy Carroll was a, a fantastic yes. natural goalkeeper, such a mm. good goalkeeper at the time. I had a real presence about him. He had a lot of injuries around the same time as me. So he, mm. we ended up, you know, probably. Much less <laughs> more on the other side of Essex than, than on the pitch, you know. Yeah. And, and on the flip side of that, you've got you had Rob Green, who was you know he was sensational. Rob, he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't. I think he'd be first to say, he wasn't the most gifted goalkeeper. I mean, Roy was better than all of us by yeah. a country mile. But what Green he did was he gave himself every opportunity to be the best he could be.
1: Yeah. If
0: I speak to kids now or anything, you know, coming through in the game, is is a role model. Uh, on the pitch because he did everything he could to, you know, he lived right. He trained before training. He trained unbelievably in training. Mm. He'd stay out there. He'd go back out in the afternoon, be back in the gym. He just lived and breathed it. And he was, and he was amazing. So, so to do, to do what he did in the game from that position, you know, I would, I would give Greeny the nod. He was, he was brilliant. I always remember the Arsenal game, beating 1-0. I think I spoke about it on uh, Twitter the other day. I think it was. And he must've made, eighteen to twenty one on ones in that game alone, mm. and he was he, but what people don't see on the Friday before the game, me and Roy was actually we'd had his so we trained all together we'd had his lunch he was getting off because it was a Friday, and Ludo and Green is still out on the training pitch, doing one on ones on the mm. Friday and now're an after everyone had left, and they were still doing it they must have done it for at least an hour and a half and so no one saw that side of it It's only like I looked at that and then I, obviously at the game the next day I was like. That paid off a little bit, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so it was brilliant. So, uh, you know, for anyone watching who wants to be a, a player, Rob Green was a fantastic role model for that. He he'd give everything yeah. to be the best he could be. So, yeah. Greeny would get my vote for Greeny. that.
1: All right, okay, Greeny's in. Right, are we are we playing a back four, Jim? Well, or are we well, I'm going. I'm going a four four two. Nice. I'm going.
0: Okay. I won't use the uh, what's his name? The England manager's four four into oh, gareth yes. <laughs> yeah yeah. Gareth, yeah i'm going to four four two okay um and for one reason alone because i've got i've got to put one player in who was one of the best i played with at west ham at the time and he made his tick but we'll come on to him i love it
1: okay all right. okay let's go left back then
0: let's go left back then so we're going left back
1: yeah we'll go left so back.
0: Go left back you know, they're all really tough i mean
1: there's something about left backs for me there was all they always really good lads when well, i suppose, first came, suppose from a goalkeeper's perspective the fullbacks are the guys you tend to throw the ball out to most isn't it and you absolutely know, so. well i mean when i first turned up at West Ham, we had rufus brevet there oh, and God. i
0: hated i hated brev just from playing against him so many times like and at full and he'd always be in the middle of a fight on the pitch and after and, uh, so when i turned up and he was the first person I bumped into pods actually put me in a room with him and i'm like oh. <laughs> Honestly, one of the best guys I've ever met. He was one of the funniest guys in football yeah. and a really good player as well. Like, and I, I loved him. You know, still speak to him now. He's, I speak to most of the lads now, but yeah. you know, Rufus was was fantastic, a fantastic player. Clive Clark, I had Clive Clark there at the time as well, who was great. Chris Powell was fantastic. Mm. You know, he was a little bit older at the time, but I think for everyone at the time was, was for me, and he got his England cap, I think, as well at that time, well-deserved, was was Koncheski, mm. who was who was a great player, he was a really good yeah. player. Konch really enjoyed playing with him, training with him. Uh, he was great. So I put Konchesky in at left back there. Yeah. Ross, Did just it, one he... sec. Right, I'm going to take I'm going to take it. this off because my battery's going to go. All right. So no, let's see watch. if you can still hear me. Hold on one second.
1: Yeah, we'll do, man. You okay with me like that? Yeah, I'm all right. All good, man. That's it. Put your thing in. Put your charger on. <laughs> That's the trouble you talk about. West Ham, Jim. Your, your battery runs out. <laughs> Listen, I could talk for hours about West Ham. I such a good time there, <laughs> you know.
0: Is that okay? Can you hear me alright like that?
1: Yeah, it's cool, man. That's cool. All right. Okay. Conch is in.
0: Conch is in. definitely. Right
1: definitely. Go back. on, you go for the you go for the team as you want to do, mate.
0: So right back to another tough one. You know, we had we had the crazy man Tommy Rebka there at the time, who was mm. he was I mean, I love Tommy, such a good guy as well. And he was actually I don't think he was right back before i'd sort of got there i no. think we sent half and that and mm. he would found a little niche at right back and he was he was outstanding to be fair he was i mean he had his moments don't get me wrong and he's very rash at times he just out of nowhere just gone wipe someone out you think what are you doing thomas but he was as well and he'd be right up there but for me there's only one and he was probably the best skipper i'd played for ever in football um was Lucas Neal. Yeah. So Lucas would get the nod at right back because he, he was, I mean, he was such a solid player as well. I think he was a little underrated at times, but what he it, what he actually gave to the team on the pitch and off it was mm. was incredible. I always remember Curbs at the time of the great escape. Curbs would come in and give his team talks and, mm. you know, pick the team obviously and then we'd wait for Lucas to get up because it was like listening to like a, a gladiator speech. <laughs> and he'd get up and at the end of it would be like, yes, come on. <laughs> And, everyone be, and that was it. We'd be out on the pitch and he was like, I know you see it on the, the Tottenham show at the minute and the captain speaks. Yeah. It, and all that and says a little bit, it's not great. Yeah. But Hurricane. honestly, Lucas would have been, it, that would have been like prime television. because was, <coughs> His speech as weekly was brilliant. And he was one of the main reasons we stayed up on that alone yeah. as well as
1: some of the other lads I'm mentioning here. Anton said the same thing. Exactly the same thing about Did it. You? Yeah, in terms of his sort of church, that he, yeah. I, I sort of assumed more a church wellian, but we'll say gladiatorial. I can just—it's that, it's that Australian accent as well. It just that's adds it. a little bit that's more it. menace yeah. into it. He yeah, tells that's... Anton tells the story how like basically he called a meeting, a players meeting at Upton Park and kerbs and mervyn day bless him tried to get in and he said no and slammed the door and basically said look if you don't want to play for us fuck off basically you know and i'll tell the managers to get rid of you and i would be shit scared you know and it's like we had some good
0: characters at that time and i think you need you know and lucas was like the the main pivot and we we just we had so many times like that where we we said right and i was just speak to skip all the time and we go right. We need a little sit down, and I think mean, it's great at times. You know, back in the day, you could probably go and have a few beers at the end of it as well. Which yeah, good point. Better. But now we, you know, we say, right, we're going to sit down in this room. We're going to sort out what's wrong here. Like anyone's got anything to say, say it now. Let's get it out in the open. We'll have it out now. While everyone's here, We'll put yeah. it to bed straight after, and we need we we'll go and crack on from here. And and that's what it was like. And it
1: was it was such a good skipper to be fair. Yeah, good shout. All right, Lucas Neal's in. Go on in. You you carry on, Jim. Okay, so centre halves. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned them
0: already. Ward, Elliot Ward and, and Anton. Yeah. To be eighteens, nineteens and playing at that level that you know, to get us into with all that on the shoulders to get us into the Prem was was an amazing achievement, you know. And it yeah. they, they were so good that year. I mean, Anton Elliot had a decent career after I feel he always could do a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, Anton had a great career as well. Anton was a yeah. really good. So although them two are really up there for me. I mean, Christian Daly. I probably put Christian as well because I love Christian. He probably more going for the, for his song alone. The song was brilliant. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I used to sing along to it when I played. Was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, you got James Tonkin's was coming through at the time as oh. well, and I thought Tonkin's was as a. I always had him pegged as like a future England captain. To really, be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah. Never quite
0: got to that level, but you know, great player. But but for me, the two that stand out came the next year. As we got to the Prem. Um, and you know, Big Ginge is now a, a club legend, yeah. and rightly so. You know, his first spell was amazing. His second, when he went back again, the second time was another level. another. He was. He was. So for what he's done, Ginge definitely gets in. And then, between Anton and and the other one for me would be was Danny Gabidon. Was yeah. He was a Rolls Royce of a player, Gabs. Mm. He was a Ro- and people don't realise he was out injured for eighteen months and no one could really get to the bottom of what was wrong with him. He always was his groins, his hamstrings, a load of ops, and he was out for so long with it and tried mm. to get back. He was mentally his mental strength was you know was sensational to get back sure. from it. And when he played, he was he was like a Rolls Royce. It, honestly, mm. he was he was great. He, the pace got him out of any problems he had. He helped he could help me out, he helped ginge out a lot. So as a peer in I go to Welsh boys, yeah. and I go Gabby Don and Ginge and Anton well, that, would just miss out.
1: And that's the one thing. That's the one thing about lockdown is uh, if we go back into lockdown, then we'll have more of Gabs's DJ, um, uh, ah, DJ yeah, yeah. in, his, in his loft <laughs> on got, Instagram. He's
0: got a lot. He's got. Yeah, I've got a lot better, or I've got a lot drunker <laughs> during lockdown. <laughs> oh bless him! <laughs> right, but Ginger no. boys
1: are in. Uh, the Welsh boys are in. Ginge and Gabs. Right, okay, go on, Let's go into midfield then. You...
0: Okay, so I'll go. A definite would be for me, and the reason I'm playing four 4 two would be on the left, Matty Etherington. He Good was, shot. you know, what he every time he played, we played well. Every time yeah. he turned up in a game, we played well. He was like he just he he carried the ball the best I'd seen from anyone. Good pace, but not electric, but in, you know enough to get round. And he always mm. picked the right pass. He chipped in with goals. Mm. Matty was a he was such a good player for me. And he was a he was a great lad as well. I like to say that the lads I'm picking are all fantastic lads as of course well. So. You know? yeah, yeah. Oh, still still good friends now. I speak to like I said, I speak to most of them still now. And it's great to you know do that. And I think like, it says a lot about what we had in the change room at the time as well. Definitely
1: well. Definitely. But but
0: Matty you know, I like Bo Morty as well at times. He, you know, he on his day he was he was probably unplayable Boers. Mm. Towards the end when I was there, he didn't have a lot of his days, you know, no, but when yeah, he did, yeah. he, was, he was outstanding. The one that let, upset me the most was was Freddie Lundberg I was really looked forward to seeing Freddie. I watched him so many times with Arsenal. Got what a player he is. And yeah. He came in, it was was like sent as his brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the trouble with Arsenal players that we saw. Uh, every, you go through it. Apart from Liam Brady, every ask, any player we've had from Arsenal, unfortunately, comes back and just doesn't work. Bless him. But uh, no, yeah, that, Freddie that was
0: really and, that, and Freddie was a lovely, great yeah. guy as well. And, and obviously a fantastic player, but mm. for whatever reason when he came it just didn't work out. And, just didn't click now. You know, but but to dislodge Matty at that Matty for them two no. or three years he was there was was sensational. Mm. Like the driving force in the team for me.
1: Yeah. And it's sort of an old i when we when we interviewed him, I I sort of, I, I introduced him as like the last sort of old like the last winger, true winger West Ham have had. I mean, maybe Bowen now, but he was like an old school winger, wasn't he? Like he played get him on the side of you, whipping exactly. In. Know when to come inside. He was a, he was a proper player. That's yeah. the reason I played four four two. To be yeah. honest, yeah, because now they play. I mean, you know, they play inverted wingers and stuff like that. I just yeah, not nah, for me. Listen, I think you go to the players you've got, but yeah, you do. I, I
0: still I still think there's room for four four two in the game now. Oh, I think definitely. A lot of teams still show you can do it, which is yeah, and it's a great, especially with these players. You know, you play to your strengths. We I, mean, yeah, I played him a little bit out of position, but the one on the right who, who would get the nod would be, would be Benny. Yeah, would be Yossi. He was, uh, no. he was a sensational player. Yossi he was about five stone, wet through, but you could not <laughs> knock him off the ball.
1: That's what he said. That's what Matty said. He liked. He loved a little tackle. He loved uh, to get he looked, involved. He got.
0: He got right stuck in. He was. You just couldn't. You couldn't get the ball off him. He was just wiry and nothing to him. But you couldn't. You couldn't get him off the ball. Yeah. Some of the goals he scored at the time, you know, little dinks and chips and curlers and little through balls for play. He was. He was a sensational player. And, yeah. You know, he went on and had a, a terrific career as well after leaving. Did for,
1: first I'm first like, player ever to score hat tricks for in. The Champions League, FA Cup, Premier League, da, 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 like all, of the, all of the... Is mystic. it? I didn't yeah, realise that, but yeah, yeah he's... Was... Only because we've got another quiz night on Thursday. Oh, so. I I'm,
0: I'm <laughs> saw that one if I'm ahead of it then.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're doing no, the chase was... on Thursday, but yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> but yeah, Yoshi, man, yeah. Top player. Yoshi was great. Top I mean, listen, player. I mean,
0: Kieran Dyer, when he came in, was a good yeah. player, but he was unfortunately got that bad injury Double early game. on. Yeah. And, and it was like a curse, really, because we had Julian Faber, who was... When he first came in, he he trained in I think it was in Austria. Yeah. And the first few training sessions, we went, "Geez, this guy is He's rapid good. and he was yeah. powerful with it. He, he could smash a ball." And that was only after a couple of days. And then, unfortunately, he popped his Achilles. Yeah. In the training, was like, "Oh, come on, help us out here." But so them two would have been, you know, I think real good players for West Ham. But then, you know, after the injuries, obviously hurt you. But Yossi, for me was was another level, you know, he was a top, top yeah. player. That's a midfield too. I'm really yeah. struggling. I've got such a I've got a real real mix in the midfield. I like it. Because you got to remember from when I first came in I had Mickey Carrick in there. Yes. Although he was only there with me for a couple of months before mm. he left for Spurs. Yeah. Um but he was I mean, a lot of Mickey done in the game. He was he was a sensational player. With uh Stevie Lomas was it was there with me at the time as well. Steve yeah. was, a bit, what, a, what a player, by the way. Like a, You talk about a driving force, getting stuck no, in. He was did, a yeah, player. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. He was a bit older at the time. and But around the place, you know, I think, as the time I came in, there was six or seven of the sort of bigger paid lads. That the pods had to get out. And I think Lomi, I mean, Mickey, when Lomi was still in there, you had Don Hutch as well, who was a really good player. Real mm. quality player, Don Hutch um and and them two was probably the ones that was left over really they tried to get them out because it was on on big money but couldn't get them two out and they stayed but they was brilliant around the place you know they Mm. was they was integral to to most of that season as well you know even more in the change room than anything and Mm. you know just to learn from them as well at the time was great and Lomi was great to me he he showed me around the around Essex when I first got there it's his fault
1: <laughs> was you round? was you uh around Loughton area or I was in uh, well when I moved I didn't know where to go really but I, I ended up settling in, in Epping just oh, of course yes Phoebe no. showed me around there and near 195 that's why yeah okay all makes sense now Jim all makes sense now
0: it was probably a little bit too near 195
1: to be honest <laughs> <laughs> oh but it was
0: brilliant I mean amazing times but yeah the, I mean Rio who was brilliant at the time. Yeah. You know, he looked like going on to be captain of the side for years. he just ended up losing his head and listen to his own press a little bit. Yeah. Too much for me. And I'm, I'm sure Nigel regrets that. But he was I love Nigel. He was a great lad. And he was—he looked, you know, he was a real good player. Like, real strong runner with the ball. Mm. You know, box to box. He looked like being a real good player, Nigel. And, you know, for whatever reason, it didn't quite happen as much as I thought yeah. it should have for Nigel as well. Yeah. Lee Bowie was another one. Such a good player yeah. in there clever players but for me i mean and i don't know if you get i've seen a couple of things you've done and people always speak about hayden hayden mullins and hayden for me was just he was saying say, you, he was one of those players if he's not in your team
1: you're missing and you're yeah. in ah that's that's what he does and he he's so it, true and it, it, it is all so all your era era that it makes make sound so old but you know what i mean all the players around your time it's even, it's basically even sound basically um all pick Hayden, and it's funny because no fans pick him. It's and, it, and obviously, it, people always say when you watch well, football with a footballer, it's totally different, and it, and that's and that's what it is for you guys. He was, do, do you know what? I but before you stick him in, I ain't putting him in because I'm going oh. against the drain, but he was <laughs> the
0: nearest one to going in for me was Hayden because, like I say, you don't play, yeah. you missing. But for me, my two would be one for obvious reasons, um, but the first one i said was scotty parker
1: yeah
0: scotty parker was sensational yeah he was he was brilliant i remember sitting in the change rooms with P. i'm actually i'm doing my book at the minute still i've got over lockdown i've got back on it
1: yeah and
0: I, I don't know if i'll ever write i've got too many stories i'm gonna have to like knock them all out but i remember scotty feed sat in the change rooms and i think man city had just come in for him and said basically said for him to like kick up a stink to get out and they offered him ridiculous money mm and he, he said and we both agreed like he said if you're going to go do it the right way and he's and he never kicked up a fuss he never did he got his head down he said look i want to go the money's ridiculous what, what can we do they wouldn't let him go and i never heard him say another word about it he just yeah he just went to another level on the pitch and he, he like he was a man on a mission after that he was and listen at times not blessed with a, an unbelievable touch no. or anything really you'd say would be a top player from but Mm. The amount he gave to a team was was ridiculous. He, Not, oh, yeah. I mean, his tackling was sensational. Half of, his, half of his tackling was from his touch, to be fair at times, but <laughs> from his own touch.
1: But he'd,
0: he'd go and win it back and then chop someone and then do it again. And he yeah, chipped him yeah. some fantastic goals for two or three years around the time. Didn't play with Scotty as much as I like because it was towards the end of my my yeah. time. I was on a bench room and stuff like that. But he was he was sensational. So Scott P mm. Peter get the nod in the middle, and I'd have to go for. I'd have to go for the other skipper, Nodes, Yeah. You know, I, when I came through, we made a debut together, um, south ending yes. the cup up Upton Park, if I remember right. And, you know, when I first signed, Paz was talking through the team and he was telling me, right, I've got to get a few of these out, but we're going to get a couple in. He said, I've got a couple of young lads coming through as well. One was Noves. One, one was Chrissy Cohen as well, who was a lovely, oh, yeah. lovely player. Yeah. But he uh, he said, Noves is, is going to be different different gravy and sure enough he come and train with the first team that he was involved in, he was a chirpy, he was such a chirpy get as well Yeah. and he fitted in brilliant, you know, it was great, so you got like the older statesman and then him in the change room and it was yeah, I think he learnt a lot from, you know, Teddy Sheringham's and, yes. and low masters and people yeah, like that yeah. around it at the time and Donny Hutch and that just learnt like what our players conducted themselves at the time, and, you know, knows where, And the career he's had there is is oh. sensational, you know, and listen, love him, you know, a lot People have got their own opinion on Nobbs at the time now. I still think he's got a big part to play for the club. Definitely. You know, maybe at times, of that, especially at the London Stadium, the pitch is a little bit too big for him at
1: mm-hmm.
0: times. Now he's getting on a little bit. But I think he's got such a role to play, you know, in, in games. And when he played towards the end of last season and when he was needed, you know, he when we looked like he was in real trouble, he, he just comes to the fore. And he always turns up yeah. for the big games. And he's he's been sitting out five hundred odd games and so mm. many different managers. You're not a good player if you're not getting picked no. by all those all those yeah, managers maybe. and you're staying skipper. So yeah. for what nobs has done and what he in my time there he was great, you know, he, he like I say, made his debut. He went off on loan to get some game time and mm. that and then when yeah. he came back he was he was even better and mm. he was around everything and it he, he, he was great and I'm, I'm you know, I'm proud to have played a part in what he's got on to have done to be fair and been in the change of please it's sensational at that at that oh, level to play that many games.
1: Yeah, and particularly as you said in 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 sort of the, the modern era, having a player do that as a one man club, it, it's a rarity rather than the norm. You know, obviously, absolutely. You know, we've, I've interviewed, got you know, yeah, people in the eighties and and Tony Gale as, you know, and obviously they were all doing ten years. You know, now it's like you know nothing, but here it's like, and you're right, and it's it, it's something where although although fans, you know, you can never, and you know the same as as. Yeah, it's playing for West Ham, you know. If you put a shift in, West Ham fans don't you could not it might not be technical, it's not your fault, yeah. but you put a shift in. And absolutely. and no one can ever criticise Mark not putting a shift in. And no, that's absolutely why not. Um, we used to say that
0: in the change room to so anyone that came in. Yeah. Like talk about Lucas Neal and that, but all the lads would say like you talk about the club, you'd you'd integrate and by saying, Listen, if you give everything you've got at this club, just leave everything out on the pitch. Good give man. everything you can for the fans, they'll forgive everything. Yeah, as long it's as you're, and rightly so, and they know the football West Ham fans. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If they see you giving everything you've got, they're they're with you 100% of the time. Mm. Listen, if you've got a bit extra as well on top of that, yeah. th- you're going to be a hero. Yeah, you know, so that's that's what we used to tell everyone, and and you know I think Nobes for me epitomises that as well as his totally Scotty P I put
1: in there as well mm, totally, and I think Nobes learned a lot from Scott Parker, definitely, and I think. Declan's learning a lot from Mark Noble, so it's, it's yeah, nice, all right. nice. nice
0: progressions. Nice uh, yeah, progressions.
1: And I, yeah, and, that, and that, what all three of them do the Parker pirouette, so it's all right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he loved he loved a little turn. Didn't uh, he, had story. On, he had that on toast, didn't he? He, he did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, coming in, coming in up front. Interesting, uh, interesting. I need to pick about five. That's what I mean. You've mentioned about five or six strikers already, well, for various reasons. I mean, th-
0: I'll go to close ones. Yeah. Because I love Bobby Z. Marlon Hill was sensational. They, you know, i played a lot of football with these guys over them years. And they was brilliant. You talk about the playoffs that year and, and you know, yeah. and, the, and the FA Cups. They were was, they was so good players. It was, was a little bit underrated at times. They all had different okay. things they could bring. And, and they scored a lot of goals between them and, you know, created a lot of goals as well. And, and they was great. I love big Colton Cole as well. He's such a good guy as well. Really effective on the pitch. So you're talking these players are you know top top real top players. Mm. We had we had Craig Bellamy as well. Who, yeah. You know, I mean, Bell's was a great player as well. He was a pain in the arse at times, but he was such a good player. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> I mean, I always remember one turn up and I thought, whoa! And it was Sergey Rebrov. He was like yeah. Golden Boot winner in the in the European Cups, and that. I was like, yeah, never quite happened for for Sergey, but it was such yeah. a good lad. I mean, one story on Sergei, he, he, he couldn't pronounce his A's, but he's like, so, long story short, he called me a winker a lot. <laughs> 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 oh, but but Sergei, he... was, Sergei was brilliant. And, uh, you know, oh, when he yes. came in, I thought, wow, but it never quite happened for him. But it, nah. I mean, some days in training, you'd be like, flipping heck. Yeah. So it's unbelievable. But the three I'm trying to separate at the minute, yeah. Or oh, Teddy, yeah. sharing them, obviously. Yeah. Dean Ashton and yeah. Tevez. And I'm I'm really struggling. I'm really struggling. Teddy was, is, is just up there as one of the best players I've ever played with. Sure. You know, everything about him was sensational. His touch. His, I just love the way he carried himself on the pitch as well. He had an arrogance, but like, you know, mm. he back that arrogance up and he was it was great that he'd bring people into play i mean teddy was great i remember first one of the first games i played he's like gone to spin in the back because I've, I've got a through ball across and he's got spin in the back and i i end up half volume one right over the top and as i'm doing it he spun back round and he went what are you doing no you players i'm never going to run in the back i said well, what do you mean so i'm doing it to create a yard i'm like oh, that's, that's, that's that's not okay, rocket science but i get you <laughs> So every time I got the ball, Teddy would spin in the back and he just and I'd just drop it in front of him and he'd bring yeah. it off his chest. It was, it was a great little ploy we had going. Um, and he, he could finish, probably one of the best finishers I've played with, you know. So Teddy, ooh. and I've got Dean Ashton, who, who, I mean, I mean, obviously we spoke about his injuries and I've spoke with yeah. Dean a lot and I've, I've actually done my own interview with Dean from my website and, it's you know, it still hurts me to talk about it. Like now he, yeah. he was at the top of his game. He was uh, just getting his first England squads to, to break his ankle like that and you know, and never really got back to any levels he could. We was training together because I was injured with my knee at the time the second time and I know how much it meant to him to get back fit and he gave everything to get back fit and he mm. testament to him he did, but he was he was probably a little bit like me and that's he couldn't quite get to the levels no, he needed yeah. to. I mean yeah he did get back and he did score some great goals but for what he was actually going to be capable of
1: mm. for me he would
0: have been England's number nine for still, oh, doubt. Absolutely. still now oh definitely still now you know he, for the next 10 years he would have been England's number nine yeah. he would I mean Harry Kane has done unbelievable like but I, I've worked with both end players at similar ages for a few years mm. and you would and Dean Ashton had everything better than, he, than yeah. Harry at the time I agree you know and, and that no disrespect to Harry he's done what no, no, he's no, done in the game no, no, is unbelievable he's come on he's come on like probably i never even believe he would have mm. but dino had everything you know he was a strong boy he could run he could hold it up he could yeah. he loved the goal with his heads both feet he had everything to be fair and then we've got tevez who is probably only a, a brief spell yeah. but the three or four months where he actually came to the party he was unplayable yeah. and, and and right so goes down is probably the main reason why we stayed up that season in yeah. the great escape year but we had it was funny because he came in and we're like he hasn't he never bought loads to it you can see glimpses in training but we're like come on we want more we want more yeah. uh and it never really happened for him and then gradually i think it was spur i would say it was spurs at home and we lost the game yeah and he couldn't he scored the free yeah. kick he jumped in the crowds the crowd went mental we end up losing the game which was a disaster at the time but it yeah. actually made us because like was on the pitch crying we we're all consoling we we're going around telling tevi's like looking around going wow and you could see what it meant to everyone yeah. you know and and from that moment something just switched him and from he was he was just he was unplayable couldn't get the ball yeah. off him He could have given him his own ball and he'd have won the game on his own and that's oh, what yeah. we did in the end we just backed him up you know and it it, it, it was amazing but that was for three Month periods, yeah. It? I mean, obviously, what he did after that away from West Ham was you know, says what a good player so he was he as well. Be, yeah. But I can't play Teddy and Dean Ashton together because they're both too similar. So I'm gonna have to go with just because Teddy was that tiny bit older when I played with him, yeah. What te- what Dean Ashton could have been, yeah, and what he actually was at the time, and then what he maybe could have gone to achieve. I'd probably go, I'd probably go Dino and Tevez together as a yeah, pairing. Yeah. that is going to take some beating. Oh that's pretty sensational isn't it isn't it but that's, yeah. that's top of the prem right now That
1: well it is you look at that squad it's like yeah could do a few of them at the moment Jim to be honest oh. bless them but well, yeah can you imagine those two at the top of the game oh. they, they're worth
0: I, dread, I can't even think what they were
1: as a pair they're probably worth 200 mil yeah absolutely yeah. ridiculous at Bit least at the moment but that's actually a really good size isn't it it's a really good side. It's one of those, you know, like you have those sort of like, particularly during like lockdown, they were like the recreations of like, of like horse racing and stuff like that. If you could like do this, oh. it'd be great. And you could have just to see, but also like, you know, from like when we interview a lot of the older, like, you know, like Dev and, and people like that, you know, they were doing that, they were playing sort of that grade of football on like, you know, minefields of the football pitches. Uh, un- unbelievable. See, yeah, when you, look see them. At,
0: you look back at those games. I mean, they were. Was... Yeah.
1: They were sensational players. If
0: they yeah. was playing this day and age, they'd be the best players around. You know,
1: there was oh, it's, yeah, for, to do
0: what they did like sound and pictures with the. You never had any of that sports science business. Nah. You never had the best of everything what they've got nowadays. Mm. If they could have maybe had that, that played now, you geez, who knows? They'd be yeah. they'd be sensational. But every one of them could have played in the in the in this era without a doubt. Oh, you know, doubt. proper without legends doubt. of the club as well. I'm lucky enough to still go back to West Ham at times and. You know, I still just do the boxes assume. upstairs with them, and yeah. I, I I feel honoured to be able to sort of do it as part of with them. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. they're true legends of the club, and the games they played show that, and fantastic players. So I, I, it makes me quite humble to be able to do the things I do with them nowadays. So yeah. it's great to go back, and you know, just to be part of that West Ham history for me is is amazing. Yeah.
1: No, uh, yeah, it, it it it's yeah, And as you said, it's like you are without doubt Jim part of the fabric that is that is West Ham and um and forever you will be just even 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 that penalty I ain't being funny mm-hmm. I know we get back to it but literally everyone we've talked about Jimmy Walker first thing goes oh he saved the penalty gets right yeah, now yeah. but you know they no one could ever take no, that it's away.
0: brilliant and, and what but a great just, memory I mean it's one of my favorite memories as well like I joked like I don't like to talk about it, but I'll, I'll hopefully never stop talking about it. You know,
1: <laughs> well, it's like Conch. we had Conch on yesterday, the other day, and like he's obviously everyone asks him about that. You know, the FA Cup final goal, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. and he's like, and I was like, come on, come on, was it a cross? And he went, probably. Did he have <laughs> Yeah, he never He said, he said, well, actually, if I'd scored that like in the Premier League now, I could probably say it was a goal. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, you look at how, you know, I mean, obviously West Ham, but Payet scores, go- you know, he's to score goals and oh, they score his- he went, but I, um, yeah, it was a cross. And I was like, yes. Did he say Did yeah, he admit it? Did he really? Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm very, I'm very surprised he admitted it, if I'm being honest.
1: <laughs> he still must says have got to me him, he meant it. <laughs> must have got him on a good day. But uh, anyway, Jim. Listen man, it's been Brilliant. it's been amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Right.
0: Good morning, Good morning, and obviously, thank and you to everyone
1: eyes. for watching or listening on um podcasty stuff. Um, wherever, wherever you do, make sure you share it, guys. Make sure you still donate to the Just Giving site for the Iron Sporting Food Banks. And from me and Jimmy, take care everyone, stay safe, that's really important at the moment. Come on, your wines, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, Come everyone. On your Come on, you irons. see you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.